Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Life Is with Neil and Veronica, who's here beside me today because uh, this is one of the special episodes that we want to present to you. Because today we're going to talk about life is about stories. And what happened over this past weekend, um, we were at our oldest cheer competition. As you know, our season is in full force. So another competition this past weekend. Um, and it doesn't even have to do with the result per se, but what we saw and what happened. And when this moment happened, Veronica and I chatted and we said we should do some feature episodes when these moments happen throughout our lives, throughout um, our seasons or wherever it may happen, just to sit down together like this side by side and just talk about the story because it was this very special, I would say almost um, impactful moment where we witnessed a lot of different amazing things and, and this story unfolded. So. Uh, let me set the uh, story for you and we'll just, you know, share our thoughts on it uh, and we'll try and keep it as succinct as possible. Um, so do you want to tell everyone why you're setting the story? Yeah, usually <laughs> when we're talking about stories, um, I'm more of a, let's say, A to B type person. <laughs> and um, like if you're looking at a line uh, where Veronica could be more of a uh, like a maze, let's say, where, you know, something's started F. Yeah, but she, you know, she'd go one way, get to a thought, stop, and then want to go another Great. way, and then she'll get to the end. Why? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, okay, so at the cheer competition, to start off the whole weekend, our oldest had an injury, her first injury in two years. It wasn't major, but it was enough where we had to see, you know, our health practitioner. Uh, she got the advice that she may need to modify some of her, um, you know, stuff. She even started to talk about maybe you know, thinking about not including her this weekend. So, you know, we went through that whole process. We talked with her about it um, and her coaches who you met, Josie, uh, we got some great advice and we put the trust not only in uh, the coaches, but in our oldest herself to really know her body and to just listen to it and to, you know, do what it says. Um, so we went with that. She modified some of her routine which was, you know, quite different for the first time having to see that. Then um, what happened was another one of her teammates got injured. Um, and that was, you know, on the second day of the competition. Uh, and so it was quite a last minute thing where the girls were about to perform at a certain time. This injury happened at the competition uh, in the venue. And, you know, 30 minutes before they were going on, we were looking at each other and the schedulers were like whispering and we heard them talking. We're like, this doesn't seem very good because this doesn't normally happen. So they switched their times. They pushed them back about half an hour later to give them more time to change their entire routine. Okay. These are seven and eight year old girls. Six. I think. And yeah, like as little as six sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. depending on their birth date. And so like, that's pretty big. You know, they've been working on this routine since August, okay? Building this whole routine, you know, getting them to, you know, almost memorize it where they're not even thinking about it. So when you make last minute changes, it can, it can throw people off. You know, we all know 
what changes can do sometimes. It's mm-hmm. not easy. So we went through all that. So then where this whole moment, I guess, came together and we've repeatedly talked about not only the importance of community, but what we felt as um, this warm sense of just belonging and purpose and community that the cheer community gives us. And, you know, Josie talked about it in her episode about perspectives. So we were sitting there, Veronica and I, with our two other kids, and we see beside us other girls from the other teams uh, that had just competed. And we've seen these other teams, you know, four other times already this year. And they're also, you know, they've won some of these competitions. They're, they're very, very good. And they're their direct competition. And they said, we're here to cheer on the, your team because we heard somebody got injured and we want to be there to support them. These are seven and eight year old girls with this message of just support, lifting each other up and, you know, whether or not we're competing, we're still here to support you through a time that may be difficult. And Veronica literally looked and told these girls said like, you are truly amazing. And I'll let her maybe put some more words in there. So let me, maybe, yeah. What did you say to the girls uh, exactly? Okay. So I feel like Neil went from A to Z and skipped like every letter in between. Cause we skipped the first day and I have a story about the first day. And then he told the story and he like got like, you know, when you like tell a joke and you kind of get to the punchline. So I feel like when I tell stories, this is me though. This is squarely me that thinks every little detail is very important. And he'll just pulled out what was like significant, I guess. But I feel like I want to rewind because I want to walk you through. Okay. So I'll start with this story because Neil already started there and then we can rewind after, but I want to walk you through exactly what happened. So, you know, as Neil mentioned, like we're all up there. We, you know, they were like the fifth team to perform on day two. And, um, we all get up there and we're doing like the cheer again, you know, we're like yelling for them very excitedly. Um, anticipating that they're going to come on. And we look at the tunnel and we're like, I don't think those are the coaches. And like, you know, little things are adding up and we're like, I don't think this is them. This is strange. What's happening? So as Neil mentioned, the schedule changed, right? So, you know, that whole time and like given her injury, given our daughter's injury, um, knowing that they were delayed in the schedule, I was, I looked at Neil and I honestly think like, I feel like I went like pale in the face and I was like, like, you know, what if something happened? I'm like staring at my phone. I'm like waiting for a message. And like, we've never been through this before. So I'm like, how does this work? What happens? Like if something happens to our daughter, which, you know, I'm sure that there's wonderful protocols, um, and very like thought out things that happen. But as a parent, you worried, you're like, is it my child? So all to say, you know, before we go forward to the athlete that did get injured is okay. From what we know, they're going to be okay. So that is like an important message as well. But so, okay, finally it's their time, right? To perform, um, the modified time. So we get up there, there's like a spectator spot, like right up in front of the stage for any of those of you that are not familiar, you know, with your competitions or going to one or how this works. So I really want to try and like paint this picture for you to try and like understand how impactful this moment was for us. So we go up there, 
with our other children and we're waiting and we're kind of like at the front. And right beside us, as Neil mentioned, there are about five other athletes from what would typically be a rival team, right? They're in the same division. They're competing against one another technically um, in this whole realm of being in a cheer competition. So I thought that was interesting. And sometimes this happens, you know, a team would have just performed and sometimes, you know, the families like to stick around because they like to watch the other teams that are performing. Um, and, you know, sometimes they don't move out of the way and you're kind of like, wait, that's my athlete. Like, can I kind of sneak in there in the front, in the front position, you know, to get like a best camera view or whatever that is. So first of all, I can recognize these girls. So the first thing I did is I turned to them as we were waiting and I said, you were amazing. And they were like, oh, thank you. Like they were so cute. So just picture, right? Like these like six to eight year old girls. Um, and then they said, um, I think they saw like our team shirts, right? Cause we, we kind of all dress up to cheer on our daughter and their team and the gym. And they said, oh, as Neil mentioned, oh, we heard that they were injured or they had an injury. We're here to cheer them on. So in the recording, because I obviously took a recording of the routine, which we'll kind of get into, but you can hear these little voices and they are cheering them on again, like so loud with so much enthusiasm. And yeah, like as Neil mentioned, I did say to them, I said, that is amazing sportsmanship. Keep doing what you're doing. You have like the kindest hearts. You're really incredible. And this is so great. And so um, that was also impactful, not only for us, but we talked to our daughter after she said, I noticed they were standing there and I was kind of wondering like what was happening. And, um, you know, so, you know, as Neil mentioned, they go on and I think we're all, we're all kind of soaking in like, okay, there's changes. They're actually going on good for them. And it's only as Neil mentioned, like half an hour later, which is not very long, um, and change is hard. And so, I mean, you know, you keep hearing, okay, yeah, kids are resilient. Yes. You know, they can be adaptable. Yes. They can bounce back. Is it a direct reflection of also like the families, the parents, and absolutely the coaches in the gym? A hundred percent. You know, it's another example of like, wow, like just seeing, um, like, I guess you could say in this situation, like, the adversity of the situation, right? So not to, you know, catastrophize or exaggerate anything, but this was a huge shift. So they had to go through, you know, first of all, knowing that one of their teammates was injured and the worry about that because they truly care about each other so much. So there's that, right? And then, I mean, again, me coming from not competitive sports, so maybe Neil can talk a little bit more about this, um, the most competitive I've ever done is really like competitive high school. Neil's laughing to the side here, but I don't really know what that's kind of like to get into that like game mode or that like, you know, athletic competitive mode. But the fact that they're all worried. So, you know, we'll probably back up um, and rewind to this, but when our oldest performed on day one, you know, it was very evident that um, the routine was modified there was a lot of things she couldn't do, but there was a lot of things that she could still do. And ultimately the role that she was playing is being there for her team in a sense to play her part in the team and, you know, so that they could still do as much as they could do. 
And this was still like a healthy decision. So we don't want it to sound like go out there when you're injured, don't listen to your body, push through. No, it wasn't that sense of at all. Like it really was, she was doing the bare minimum in a sense to still carry um, her part, to still play her part in the team. And the amazing thing in that actually is she got so much feedback from her teammates, from the other parents, um, recognizing the effort. And like, she wasn't milking it at all. You know, she really was still carrying on as if everything was fine. You know, we were like, Hey, do you want your ice bags now? Do you want them later? Of course, what child is going to say, yeah, I'm going to sit here and ice my ankles now. None. Um, she was like, I want to like, you know, try and dance and be with all my friends. But you know, in terms of day two and where that was at, like watching them come together and it was almost like they were doing it for their teammate, right? They were like, we're going to go out there and do it for her because she can't be here and we're going to band together and we're just going to do this because I mean, I don't know what the options are. Um, could they have just said, okay, you know, one of our athletes is out we're just going to kind of go out. I don't know. I, again, like I don't have a huge understanding of how all of this works, but to see like the perseverance, the adaptability, the resilience just goes to all of, I think those life lessons along with this huge portion of community that we keep talking about and why we want to tell this story because it's so embedded into like everything that we talk about in terms of life is and the podcast and all of the messages that we want to relay. And a lot of the messages, you know, that we talked about with Josie in her Life is Perspective series about how we learned some of this just like a year ago, six months ago. And to know that these children are getting these lessons, are being impacted, are feeling this sense of community that I think we all wish we had when we were that age to kind of shape where we go, um, our values, you know, how we kind of, I guess, respond to even situations, but even some of that, you know, yearning for that community, even now at this age, as an adult, um, in our life and our current status and where we're at. And I feel certainly very fortunate to have found my community for sure, but it took a very long time. And it was actually, I would say, one of those unpredictable things. Um, so just like a beautiful thing that kind of came together, but I'm sure in all of that, you know, you can see, and like, again, we don't have a lot of equipment, so our view is not that big, but Neil is to the side and he, I can see him in my peripheral, which is kind of beautiful that we're kind of sitting together. Um, but you know, I can see him in my peripheral kind of nodding to some things. So I think I kind of threw some questions out to you in terms of your perspective on that whole story, but definitely one that we wanted to portray. Um, and we could go on and on about different aspects of the weekend, but um, just giving some space to you to yeah, reflect and I think on some we of that. wanted it kind of our technical glitches, let's say, forced us to sit down together to have this conversation. I think that you know, moving forward, we have these momentous stories, we're just going to do this this way. Cause I think it's, you know, another way that we can change things up a little bit. So in regards to sports, so, you know, 
there's a lot of, you know, different sports that can present different messages. Um, and it really depends on your coaches and your mentors and your, the makeup of your, of your team, because when things are thrown at you change wise, all of those different, um, people that surround you will, will, will basically, um, show how you're going to adapt to change or resilient situations. Uh, and so it's quite evident that, you know, the messages that they were getting were ones of like, you know what, no matter what happens, we're just going to go out there. We're going to do our best and we're just going to make it work. And whatever happens, you know, we're just proud of you for, you know, continuing on in the face of adversity, in the face of challenges. I'm sure there was so many beautiful messages that those coaches gave those girls. Um, and yeah, there's no doubt that they were all worried about her. Um, but again, like Veronica said, when you have that sense of like team and community and family, almost in a sense is when somebody's down, you want to just, you know, do it for them because you know that if they were there, they would want to, uh, or they would be giving it their all, but they couldn't for whatever, whatever, you know, in this case, an injury happened. Um, and you know, I think that my thoughts on this story uh, or one thought that I, I had is just one beautiful moment that occurred afterwards uh, was Veronica asked her oldest, she said, Hey, you think you could do like something for, for like, like, here's an idea, like basically presented an idea. And she said, I think it would be really neat for you to write down what your thoughts were on this whole weekend, because you know, we knew it was impactful for not only us, but we knew it was impactful for her, you know, from the moment that she got injured to going through like processing that injury, um, you know, having all of her teammates concerned for her when she told them about it to all those, you know, moments across the way, because it was almost like a four or five day, you know, story that you can kind of tell was a pretty long event. So Veronica was like, Hey, I think it'd be really beautiful for you to just write down your thoughts and, and feelings and, and just, just pour your heart out basically almost like a, you know, we're trying to say like a journal, but you know, getting her to do it, however, work for her, putting no sort of like rules or, or set things, just put your words out there and it would be there. And so she did that. And, um, I think, I think she still has some more thoughts because um, it was getting late for her. Um, but when I saw she, what she did, you know, she basically set the, set the tone for the, the, the words, you know, with a sentence and she said, here's how I felt. And she lists eight words. And then afterwards she tried to add to the story about other things and two words that stuck out out of the eight for me were fierce and proud with how she felt not only for herself, but for her team. And, you know, again, going back to reflecting, right? We had a whole episode on reflecting. So if you haven't listened to that one, because it was early on, um, you know, taking the time to reflect gives you so much for knowing where you've come from to where you are now and to just be proud again of it 
like she was today. And when I saw that word, I was just like, you know, it was a very proud moment for me, right? Because she was proud of herself. That's what she described it as. And she was proud of her team. Um, and to have those own feelings, that's ultimately what we want is we just want her to be proud of what she does, no matter what she chooses to do. So that's, uh, I guess my reflection on the stories of this mm-hmm. past few days, um, that just wanted to share with everybody. So over to you. Okay. So I'll be completely transparent in this moment that you can probably hear that I'm getting emotional. And I want to share this because I feel like this weekend and today, like I cried. So I don't know, like we'll share the outcome, but for those of you that are listening, if you're a parent, you know, if you play a role in a little one's life, like sometimes it can be hard. And sometimes you feel like there are moments when you're failing and you're not doing a good enough job. And we talk about this a lot. And I think that like, you know, Neil often says this is that they catch a lot of things. And so I think when Neil was just talking about that too, like we try, you know, words matter. So often we're trying to say things like, how do you feel? How do you feel about how you're doing? Like we're trying to stay away from the language of like, we're proud of you as much as we are. Right. But we're trying to stay away from a little bit of like that external validation. So you know, parenting is hard. Um, you never know like what decisions you're making for your child sometimes, right? Um, and so it was a really big weekend in that moment too. And I just think that like, so if you are a parent, if you're listening, like give yourself some grace and maybe take that moment to reflect because sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in like the there's not enough time. We're not spending enough time with our kids. We're not making as much of an impact. We're not making the right decisions. You know, we feel like we're failing and that can be like really depleting and really defeating. Um, because it's easy to always feel like you're not good enough. And again, like I'm trying to stay away from always, I'm trying to stay away from never, but sometimes it depends where we're focusing. Um, and where we pour our energy and where, you know, what we're looking at again, you know, we've said like, where you stare is where you steer. And sometimes you can get stuck in feeling like, wow, don't have enough time again. Like, you know, what decisions are we making? And, you know, to be completely transparent, when we first made this decision to put her in cheer, um, I think I looked at Neil and like, we had, you know, when we mentioned with Josie, Um, I mentioned like, I don't want to do anything competitive. Are we putting her on this pathway that, you know, because there, let's be real. There's a lot of stigma out there about a lot of different sports. I think there is still stigma around cheer, but what a beautiful community it is. What an absolute blessing it has been for our family, for our daughter. And I think that's the big message too, is when you find your thing, when you find where you feel like you belong, like what you know, fills up your cup, um, go with that. And, you know, if, if it feels right, it doesn't even have to be forever. And that's kind of what we said. We said, you know, let's see, let's see. It's not like a lifetime thing. And from the beauty that we can see, you know, 
do we want her to continue with it? Yeah, but it's going to be her decision and we'll see how things go. And I said, you know, the moment that it doesn't bring her happiness anymore, whenever, like whatever that might look like, you know, then we'll reevaluate. And I think that's also just like every decision in life a little bit, but um, like definitely got emotional there because just even in terms of what life is about, like even, you know, I say that in the, in the realm of parenting, but we can be really hard on ourselves as individuals. So even in those moments of like, you know, feeling like you're failing and we do talk about how life is about the F word and how there is a lot of progress and beauty in failing, but that feeling initially until you are comfortable with that, um, when you have to sit with that, when it feels like it's really awful, um, when it feels like it's taking over a lot, you know, there is a lot of still beautiful moments where either you're helping someone else grow, whether that be your child, whether that be a friend, a relationship, or maybe it's even yourself. So I think, you know, a big takeaway of that also is like, just give yourself some grace sometimes and your decisions, you don't have to know a hundred percent of the outcome. I think if it, you know, again, listen to your gut, it feels right. So, um, I guess you're on the realm of like the competitiveness. We haven't even talked about the outcome of the weekend or the day one of everything, but, um, I hope that you can see why we want to, you know, come on and talk about how life is about stories. Because I think that there are so many takeaways, so many things that are relatable. You know, often we're talking about cheer, but really what we mean is just so many takeaways, like just in life in general. Um, again, I'm seeing Neil nod and like probably some takeaways. Yeah, and I'm just, I think like, you know, for us, uh, where we're at in our stage of life, you know, cheer is the biggest part of our lives, all five of us. Um, and so... Yeah, we wanted to just take, because this, you know, story, when you unpack it all together, you know, you and I, is you begin to see, you know, like you just touched on, you all the previous topics in our podcast that you may or may not have listened to, all have bits and pieces that have, you know, shone through this past weekend, right? And... It just, you know, we wanted to take this one story um, and really just unpack it all together with you. And, and, and thank you for letting us, you know, share this moment in our lives uh, here um, and just really begin to, you know, take, have some takeaways from it. That hopefully you can, you start to see that you have these beautiful stories and maybe some of the topics that we've shared with you that have resonated with you shine through in your stories. Um, because along the way, there's going to be, you know, these big stories or big moments. And when you take the time to unpack it, hopefully you can start to see a lot of the amazingness that comes from it that we did in this moment. And when we have these moments, you know, we're going to sit down together and, and, and share them with you because there's so many messages that come from it. Um, whether, you know, it's previous messages that we've had or, or new messages that we see that we want to share with you. So, um, yeah, that's all. Do you want to talk about what happened? 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, might as well. It's, <laughs> I think, you know, to top it all off, it never was about, it never is about the end result. You know, of course, everybody's competitive. You know, Josie touched on it. We all want to win. Um, but in the end, you know, whether there's improvements from their what they did in their routine from, from the, the coaches that they can do for next time, right, there's always a win that you can take away from it. Um, and, you know, our oldest has had a lot of success, you know, in the sense of winning, um, since she started, right? So she's done, uh, in her two years, she's done eight competitions. Um, she's finished first in uh, four out of them now, uh, because today, uh, like the competition ended and they finished first, uh, which was amazing considering everything that they went through and just was really the, I guess what you said, the chair on top of it. Right. Um, so, um, yeah. And, and so it was, they all got to celebrate together knowing all the things that they went through this just past week as a team. Mm -hmm. Right. And to know that all their hard work for the past, you know, six months has really been the reason why they were able to get here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I will say with that too. So, I mean, Neil just kind of mentioned it, like they won. And again, it's not about the winning, but what was so interesting, it was like the reactions, I think, because here's the thing. Okay. Here is the, (laughs) I feel like this is like, this is your final thought. (laughs) Neil. Yeah. So I think this is just like the underlying message also is in life. There are things that don't go as planned. There are changes that need to happen. There are adaptations. You know what happened this weekend though? They all got out there starting with our oldest. She got out there on the first day. She was injured. She did it, you know, and what happened was actually they hit zero. So for those of you that don't know, it means that they had no deductions, um, which was really amazing. And so, you know, you just got to get out there. You got to still give it your all, whatever that means. You know, so if you want to apply this to life, that might mean on a day, your all is 20% of what you normally give and that's okay. But if you want to give it your all, and you know, this is not to say like, don't rest. This is not an all or nothing thing. But if you think about it, like give it your all, whatever that is, doesn't mean you have to go 110% and like, you know, push through anything, but she did. She gave it her all for what she could give. They hit zero on the first day. And, you know, again, things happen, right? They didn't dwell on it. They just accepted it. And that is a huge message too, is that sometimes you just have to, there's just radical acceptance. There's just like, sometimes you have to be like, this is nothing else in my control that I can possibly do to change this situation. This is the reality of it. In this case, it was her ankles. You know, she wasn't able to like hit a magic wand and heal her ankles in 12 hours, even though kids are resilient and they heal quick. But no, you know, that was the reality of her situation. I think that that's a really big takeaway is look at what happened this weekend. There were so many changes. There were injuries. Things didn't go as planned. And at the end of it, they freaking came out on top and they still won. And I feel like that is a message in life sometimes is that you can still give it your all. You can rally with the people around you to pick you up 
And at the end of it, you can still find some wins, whether that is actually first place or not, you know, will vary from situation to situation. But what a story that that is, is that, wow, after all of that, they're celebrating this huge win, which, you know, in general, a first place win is really exciting, especially when you're six, seven, and eight or any age really, because who doesn't want to win, right? That was something that Josie mentioned, but after all of that, like just the reactions, the impact and like reading her reflections on the weekend too, that's huge. Yeah, I agree. So thank you for letting us uh, share this story in this special episode that we are together here. Um, You know, we will continue to have these episodes sprinkled throughout our podcast whenever they do happen, because, you know, I feel like it is um, not only great for us, um, but hopefully brings you another sense of um, the messages that are meaningful to us and hopefully are meaningful to you. So thank you for this space. Thank you for uh, your continued support. uh, And we look forward to speaking with you again on Life Is with Neil and Veronica. Have a great day, everybody.